Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 Vaccine Show. I'm excited to welcome the program, the host of the show, Dr. Mark Hayden. Dr. Mark, how are you? I know you have some big news to tell first today. How are you? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I'm doing great, and uh, I'm feeling good in the neighborhood. You know, it's good to be alive, and, and uh, uh, I got I need to count my days and make my days count, and, and thank God, God I'm alive. So uh, I'm feeling good uh, this week. Uh, I had originally tried, I had, tr- I had fired my first inoculation patent last year. I think it was in April. Yeah, it was in April. Uh, that was a provisional patent. And then I did a inoculation, another non-provisional patent this past week in the United States again. I'd actually tried to file that in China. And that was kind of unique because China doesn't let certain medical inventions be patented. And I, I get, and that's their right, and, and I respect them for that. But I was able to file a non-provisional patent in the United States. And we will, I hope, be able to put that up on our website. A lot of that is is very simple English, and it's designed yeah, for oh, that's gonna That's going to be up on the website. I'll talk to yes. my team about that. And, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, right. and, you know, somebody can read that with a college education. And I did not, much of the specifications were written for anybody with a college education to understand. And certainly if you have any type of medical background. So if, if you have your doctor or your, your nurse or your nurse practitioner or your medical uh, uh, physician assistant, almost all the, even your pharmacist, I'm not to ground date. I have a niece who's a pharmacist and great people are pharmacists, but Many, many medical professionals could understand that and get it and get the big message. And, you know, for regular people, people have different levels of understanding. And, you know, now the big change that we see is people are beginning to see that COVID, unless 90% to 95% of people in the world were effectively vaccinated at the same moment. And that would be six and a half or 6.7 billion out of 7 billion people. Unless they were all vaccinated at the same moment, you would not have immunity on, you would not be able to stamp out coronavirus. So coronavirus will be around until a very safe, a very effective, a very uh, uh, means of immune therapy is available. And actually my patent addresses that. And see, you know, look at all these fancy people in multi-billion dollar corporations. They have a bunch of hypodermic needles. Who do you think the people in an African village will trust? Will they trust Pfizer representative who goes out there with a hundred needles to jab in their arm? Or will they trust, will the tribal chief who doesn't even speak English, will he trust me if I show up with a hundred pills and I let the villagers pick out five or 10 out of the hundred and I swallow them in front of them, that will prove that they're not toxic, right? And then they can take the others for themselves. That's a reasonable inoculation program where it's so safe that you can prove to people by inoculating yourself with a simple capsule that has live virus. Uh, Having that, uh, is it going to come to the US, your your, uh, vaccine? Will it happen? Yes, I think, let me tell you what we're going to show, that patent even addresses auto-inoculation. So that if a family member was positive, you would be able to acquire the virus from a family member, put it in an enteric capsule and swallow it. 
anybody who really, well, not anybody, okay, people have different cognitive function. Most intelligent people who read that will understand how to apply it. Now, I have to put this disclaimer in. Any type of medical treatment in the United States should be approved by somebody who is able to prescribe medicines. What that means is they should have a DEA license. That means they need to either be a nurse practitioner, a physician assistant, or a physician. And they should be regulated in the state in which they practice. So don't take, you know, don't go out and grab uh, the nearest virus that you can find and say, I told you to take it in your state. Instead, get your local nurse practitioner, your physician, your assistant, uh, the physician assistant, read the, read the patent, know how, and hey, it's simple enough that, I mean, and not an idiot, I won't say an idiot could do it, probably high school people, but, but not that they should do it without a, a everybody should do things basically with proper medical advice. And you can, and it's simple enough there that even people that, they'll, you, people should understand what they're doing. And, and literally you read that patent, you will know what you're doing, why you're doing it. They, they do dumb, I shouldn't use profanity. They do dumb things with vaccines like, hey, we're going to vaccinate you and we're going to have you wear a mask, but we're not going to explain to you why you're still transmissible. That's dumb things. That's not fully explaining to people why they're doing things. And, you know, this whole approach where, where authority is centralized and they don't explain things to the average human being who is a patient, people have a right to know it's their body. The bo their bodies do not, their bodies do not belong to their government. They are not slaves. They are free people that, that should be reasoned with, that should have things explained to them. They're not just dummies that yes. have to do whatever the state says, the government says. Uh, and, you know, this, that whole issue comes up, you know, you look at vaccine uh, passports. How stupid can you get? Just because you get vaccinated doesn't mean you're not transmissible. If you, if you weren't transmissible, you wouldn't have to wear a mask after you were vaccinated. That's right. And then they're going to say, oh, you got vaccinated so you can get on a plane. Oh, but by the way, you need to wear your mask. And another person like you, Neil, you had a community acquired infection. Now, right. Neil, if you had been, well, I, I won't say if you would have been my patient or my friend, I would have had you go down and verify that with a positive PCR. That way we would have known for sure that you had it. Okay. Yeah, and it was because we were locked in, and that's the problem. Uh, yeah. They lock you up. And they don't want yes. you to go out and find out, you know. And I think that it was the inhaler as well. But so you're saying that that this capsule is going to not just be available here. We're going to try to get this worldwide then. Yes, and in fact, one of the things I look forward to doing, Neil, it looks like the B one seventeen variant is going to is the number one spreading variant in the United States. Right. And now I want to put this and I want to make this real clear. I do not inhaled B117 for somebody not exposed can can be uh, very dangerous and it can and it can kill them. OK, so do not inhale your B117 variant unless unless the person was absolutely 
proven by uh, to know that their immune system was strong and they had already had prior exposure and they need to document all that. So these these I do not encourage people to just go around whiffing, inhaling B117 variant. It can be very deadly. But for me, because I know I was inoculated properly, I look forward to, to getting B117 in our community. And I look forward to our, our listeners being able to watch me on video. Hopefully they can get some popcorn and, and pour themselves something nice to drink, maybe iced tea, and they could watch me on a video uh, eating and inhaling B117. It'll be make for not just good science, but hopefully uh, interesting entertainment. So I look forward, even if we have a new variant, let's say a new variant comes up in Africa or Asia, uh, I would be willing, if it's interesting enough variant, and you know, I say interesting enough as it needs to be really highly deadly. Uh, but as long as it's a coronavirus variant, I'm willing to inhale it or to swallow it. Uh, so I'm no longer, I don't live in fear of, of coronavirus, inhaling it. And what, right. what are the nice thing about that is after I, after I swallow it and have it on my tongue, we can do tests about how long I'm PCR positive. If I have real good antibody system, I clear it almost immediately. So there's a, a many, many great experiments that can be done by me with the latest variant, not to, you know, the latest variant in the United States this month is going to be B117. But this fall, it may be a new number, a new variant. And so I'll get to go around and, and prove, hopefully I'll be able to prove using live demonstration with live virus that my immunity based on inoculation is superior to everything else available in the world. And it is, but it needs to be proven. And I don't want other people to risk their life. I want, I, with the latest variant, I want to be the one, okay? I mean, that's my, that's my choice, my, and I want that to be my privilege, you follow me? So hopefully our readers will be uh, in touch with us. We can go, we can set up these demonstrations, and we can prove to lay people that not only do they not need to be slaves, to ignorance, they don't need to be slaves, that their natural immunity, when they utilize their immune and intestinal system, can create an outstanding alveolar defense. They don't have to live in fear. And that truth and knowledge will set them free. Okay. So, so that, that's great. I mean, I, I love no, it. No, no, I think it's exciting. And we'll go deeper into that later in another episode. But I mean, this is the big, exciting thing is again ladies and gentlemen there will be an oral vaccine that is going to be the one and and that's what pal polio uh was yes yes out. and that's exactly right think of how many little kids would have had bad polio but we came up but guess what there was an oral polio virus a vaccine you've right hey and you could go into a little little place in africa and say hey little african kid Come on over here. I know you don't. I'm, I would say, hey, I'm a white guy. I'm not going to jab something in your arm. But if you come over here, I just put a little drop on your tongue. And the little, the other little kids see him and they say, hey, you know, he's not screaming. He's not hurting. That ain't so bad. Give a little drop on my tongue. And you hand him a little, little piece of candy. And they love it. 
that's different than getting a shot where everybody gets sore aches, sore muscle aches, fever, chills. People in Africa, they're exactly. not that stupid. No, no, no. no. They, they, I mean, they, there's no trust there between Africans and Pfizer executives. There, and, and hey, guess what? Should there be? I don't know. You know? <laughs> I, I know. I, know. I, I hear you, man. All right. So let's go now to the thing that I think we're going to talk about. The, the, the fourth wave. See, you're saying it's not here yet. The fourth wave and now how they're pressing people. Governor Whitmer in Michigan uh, brought up today that basically yesterday that she wants more vaccine, that we need to vaccinate as quickly as possible. We have a huge problem. While other parts of the country where they've done a better job of the vaccine, they have less cases of COVID. True or false in this narrative? What's happening? You know, let's look in the past. When we had polio, did we tell everybody, you better get this because we're going to have a fourth one? No, we told people polio is potentially here for the rest of time. And in fact, when, when measles MMR vaccines were developed, we said, hey, guess what? This is going. And when we have flu vaccine, we don't say the, the flu vaccine for this year. Think about the fourth wave. Think about the fifth wave. Think about the sixth wave. Think about the seventh wave. Think about, hey, it is highly likely that because it is an aerosol, that you would need to have more than 90% efficacy of everybody effectively immunized. And that's not going to happen. So it's going to be here year after year, season after season. And this solution there has to be something that's safe, well-tolerated, and effective at stopping transmission. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to get a vaccine in my arm and I'm still going to be transmissible. But hey, guess what? I, I beat the virus. Kiss my ass. They didn't beat no virus. It's still transmissible. It's still transmitting. They don't have the whole vaccine companies don't have a way to stop transmission as effectively as inoculation. And, and I should not. And you know, I am a professional. OK. I have a license and I should not use terms like kiss my ass. I apologize for that. Uh, but uh, yeah. in all candor, you know, there are huge deficits and huge problems. And, and you know, they want to say, when you look at the vaccine that they want to give you in your arm, can you ask anybody, a local physician and say, how long will this protect me? Their answer is, if they're a smart physician, here's what they're going to say. We know that the, those who acquired COVID naturally, either through intestinal exposure or accidentally inhaling it, which is the wrong way to get it, that their immunity has lasted at least a year to year and a half, almost 99.9% .9 of the time. We don't know how long the immunity due to intramuscular will last. And it is highly likely that, that intramuscular is much weaker defense, much less long acting and much less and a far inferior mucosal defense than oral inoculation. So if you want to really defend yourself the best with the lowest side effects, once you begin to understand, guess what? You're going to want oral inoculation. Now, I have not received, you know, I, I have... I, I have to say that the government 
you know, I did get some government stimulus checks last year. So in some ways, the government did. OK, I got a little government support because I did like them PPP checks. I love free money. Right, I mean, right, right. guess what? I hope you love free money, too. Free money for everybody, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, so so what do you so you're taking this is that do you think we'll have a government shutdown again or not? You, why? Why? won't? why will the United States never have a government shutdown of COVID again? while other countries well, are doing it. There's an argument here that a lot of the people I knew that were huge mask fans, after a year of this crap, uh, part, uh, once again, you know, part of this is me to you conversation. And you know, if, if me and you are friends, yeah. we're like crap or, or profit. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're fired up. You're fired up, Mark. That's right. okay. But, but as, a, as a professional, I shouldn't use words like crap. Um, you know, people are just burned out. That they don't like uh, wearing masks for a year. And really, the mask, whole mask thing, N95 does block 95% of transmission. And they are effective. The thing about N95 masks, you can barely breathe in them boogers for eight hours straight. They're very right. uncomfortable. They're expensive. And, and goodness knows, you're going to put an N95 mask that costs a dollar on somebody in Africa that makes a dollar a day? I mean, that won't work. You feel me? It's still, right. Yeah. And so the whole mask thing was really about being part of the team. You know, hey, we want to force things on people because they're part of the team. When people were naturally exposed, we didn't tell those people. We knew those people weren't transmissible. And so society would let them return to work. Then society looked at the same person they told that they weren't transmissible and said, we're going to make you wear a mask. Why are they wearing a mask? They're wearing a mask because society says so as a as a social slave slave. And, you know, that sounds like, oh, well, you're you're so against social compliance and being that's part of being normal and part of the team. You know, I know you the way you're part of a team is the team I want you to be a part of is the team of truth, the team of learning. Be an educated person, not just a follower of whatever uh, social and industrial and commercial organizations out there that wants to control you. You're a thinking individual. Neil, you have a mind and you can understand yes. things. You don't have to be a slave to other people's policies. That's right. All right. So we'll close out. But exciting times. Uh, definitely uh, antivirusair.com for more information. Uh, you know, it just it's just interesting where we're at with the vaccine, studying the vaccine, the difference of side effects between your oral vaccine and other vaccines could be a conversation for the next episode. And soon the events will be coming up where you're going to be doing what, which is going to blow people away. And I guess I gotta, we gotta talk that off uh, strategy after this interview is over because you're waiting on that patent. Now, what is what kind of events are you gonna do that's gonna blow people away? You're going to see, and I want all the people who listen to this, I want y'all to pray that you will see me ingesting live B117 variant very soon, as soon as possible. And I want you to pray that you see me inhaling live B117 variant. And, you know, there's a saying that seeing is believing. I don't want people to have faith. They don't need to have faith in me. They need to believe the truth 
They need to understand the truth, but they need to see evidence. And I don't want other people to, to do things. I want them to understand by seeing me do things. And, you know, I have PCR, I have the rapid antigen tests, and I can do my own rapid antigen test, but I want to locate people in the community with live B117. We're going to have these waves coming through. And when it does come through, what's really nice is hopefully you might be one of the persons who gets to donate your live B117 to me and have it videoed. Hopefully you will be one of the people who can exhale B117 into a tube and have me directly breathing it in. That's never been there's never been a video in the world that shows that. I think that would be a beautiful thing to demonstrate the capacity of inoculation to produce immunity. And I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do it because I know what I'm doing. But should people, you know, leave and leave the inhalation up to medical experts like me, do never, 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 never inhale deliberately live virus. Inhaling live virus when you're not a medical expert is very dangerous. And, and, and no, 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 no. You shouldn't do it. I can do it because I know what I do. You follow me? And, I, and I've studied these things and I have documentation. I have lab data. And it's, it's, but taking things orally is oral. Is it safe to swallow? Yes, it is. You follow me? But is inhalation is a real no-no. Okay. So, yes, we hopefully will see that. I'm hoping within a month or two. And I think when people begin to see that over and over again, it'll spread around the world. Exactly. And then the we truth, got to look at the, world, look, look at the worldwide opportunity, Dr. Mark, for sure. The, the truth will not, may be persecuted. The truth may be crucified, but the cr truth will be resurrected and the truth cannot be defeated. That's right. That's the way that is. And that is inoculation is a pathway of the truth that you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time and inoculation will come. That's right. All right. So how do you close us out always, Dr. Mark? Hey, make every day count. Love your children, love your family, even love your enemies. And thank God for your time alive. And hey, life is a gift. Y'all have a great day and we love you. You take care now. All right. Okay. That was the COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care.